Hey everyone, why don't you come on down? It's Point Break Minute, don't be a clown. We point out the moments and break down the minutes. So climb on board to the Point Break! Hey everybody, welcome back to Point Break Minute, where we point out the moments and break down the minutes of Point Break one minute at a time. I'm Marin Kennedy. And I'm Jessa Lowe. And? I'm Jonathan Howell. Hang loose. Woo, Jonathan Howell. Woo, woo man. Woo man. Yeah, that's... I sounded like the squarest surfer ever there, but I'm a narc. Yeah. <laughs> Woo man. Woo man. Yeah. Get it. So we're getting back to point break minute fifty seven. And Minute fifty seven begins with Warchild trying to push Johnny's head into the lawnmower blades. Warchild says something, he kind of grumbles, something like, mm, fuck you up. He's, he's getting into his <laughs> snorting and snarling. Yeah, part he of snorts acting. a lot in this. Like, <clears throat> we we did, again, uh, some frame-by-frame stuff, and you can hear in the background of a lot of the talking upcoming in the scene this, like, <laughs> like <laughs> sound. Sounds like, a, sounds like a little bulldog yeah. trying to breathe. Yeah, just this yeah, snorty little snuffly bulldog. Anyways, there's a blowout of the lawnmower, and it's revealed that Gary Busey has just used his gun to shoot off the lawnmower. He killed the lawnmower. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Because that was the issue in this, in this, was the lawnmower, not War Child. Yeah. So he says, speak into the microphone, squid brain. Which, you know. Yeah, we'll, we'll discuss that. Yeah. So, Lawnmower Man is also in the background of this scene, clutching his bucket hat for dear life, going well, like, oh, shit. Papa's just shot his best friend, which oh. is his lawnmower. Oh, yeah. the backstory is actually really sad now. Yeah. He just, he just like bought that thing. The yeah. the bastard child of his family. He, he saved up all his, his like lemonade stand money to buy that lawnmower. Oh. Yeah. So... Then Busey kicks down Warchild and handcuffs him, which immediately subdues him, and he kind of like bangs his head into the grass a little bit. So, Is his tattoo back? No. Does, still, does it come back? Still no tummy tattoo. It's so it was only in the scene where he falls out the window yes. and then grapples with him on the grass. So they must have reshot this whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, or reshot that, and he just got a tattoo. Maybe. Maybe yeah. they could do that, or or the lawnmower uh, shot Gary Busey in the first take, so they had to redo it. <laughs> <laughs> the lawnmower shoots first. Yeah. Yep. So uh, Johnny looks on as Warchild begins. To, well, no, he began to snort, snarty, snarting, which was Snar- a- he was snarting and yeah. scorp- scorping. Yeah, as he was uh, snorting and snarling. And the scene cuts to Anthony Kiedis screaming to not touch his toe as a cop or maybe a paramedic. We had a kind of an I, I issue. Just say Anthony Kiedis, uh, this started when he was shot in the foot, but he his pain acting is is at a 10 or 11. He's really going for I mean, it. Would, like, don't really, touch it! That would really <laughs> hurt. It would really hurt. So I, I guess I'm saying I appreciate it. It yeah. is, it's kind of ridiculous, but I think, yeah, it's probably, that would really hurt. Yeah. But it, it makes me, it just makes him seem like he's... Like he's he's a little less of a badass than these other guys. Well, if the ranker listicles that I've been reading have <laughs> taught me anything, they've taught me that Anthony Kiedis in the nineties was going through some of his roughest times with drugs. Oh. So 
he could be just, you know, writing ecstasy or, you know, cocaine. He also doesn't know how to act. So yes. that is another. Yeah. Yeah. That's very true. I mean, no, no one taught him. He was, he was just a crazy front man for a band. Like, what do you expect? Yeah. I wonder what he and Gary, Bu- like if he and Gary Busey like, I was got, to, got together on anything in this, on this set. If they hung out. They and, both uh, snorted coke off a dog. Like yeah, Gary Busey forgot probably. to forgot to put, leave that in the stories. I if Nikitas was there too. You know Tom Sizemore was there. Oh, oh yes. goodness, yeah, Tom Sizemore. Oh. Jeez, having oh. Tom Sizemore and Gary Busey on on the same in the same shot is like, you know, it was probably explosive to be there to yeah. say the least. Contact high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a contact high from cocaine. If you look at the scene, it looks very cloudy. That's just those two walking around the set. <laughs> yeah. It's just like a puff of white smoke behind. Them. Yeah. <laughs> Are you vaping? Them, like, What's pen? vaping? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a para- paramedic or a cop. Uh, we we couldn't quite figure out what it was. What it's got to be a cop. It's got to be yeah, a cop. The- there, there's no way a paramedic made it there in time yet. Yeah. Although there is somebody who's already there in a crime scene jumpsuit and like already putting bunker onto a stretcher. Mm-hmm. So he already has his gloves and little jumpsuit mm-hmm. on. And then there's this guy in his little shorts and like, and a badge. He kind of looks like he'd be like, you know, a like, golf cart like attendee. A, at a, a Reno 911 cop? No, okay. they are not as short as Thomas Lennon's. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're they're Bermuda shorts, not short shorts. Okay. Yeah, big difference. That's about five inches of difference. That's a pretty big difference. Yeah. So he five inches five inches isn't that much of a difference. That's what I've been told by my wife. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Very funny. Yeah. <laughs> I did. I set it up though. Well. No. Um. So, but one thing it did make me realize is that none of the law enforcement agents in this movie do have that much of a unifying outfit on. Like, there's the square head guys who don't like Keanu and Gary Busey, and they have FBI Babbitt jackets. and Alvarez. Yeah. You remember the names. I just remember their hairstyles. So, they have... The hairstyles are the most important yeah. part. That's all you need to know about them. Yes. The main... Yeah. This movie so, is mostly hair. It it is. It yeah. really, really, truly is. And how crunchy Bodie's is. Bodie's looks so crunchy. The whole <laughs> oh, shredded. Yeah. It's just yeah. like, oh, it's so white. It's so yellow and gross and kind of green too. Oh, <laughs> Especially I mean, when I watch it in HD, I'm like, oh, this isn't good. I was watching know? it because it's free on, uh, uh, not Stitcher, one of the apps out there. It's free. Go oh. watch it, guys. Yeah. Yeah. If you it's have free right now. Whatever app that is, watch. <clears throat> Hold on. Break. Let me look it up. Yeah. But you can keep talking. I'll just look it up. Okay. I just we'll downloaded sure Crackle, correct. Crackle. Yeah. So there's a oh, Crackle is where it's, it's on. on. Crackle. Oh, nice. Okay. It's on Crackle. Hmm. You know who else is on Crackle? Gary Busey. <laughs> <laughs> and Tom Sizemore. So, yeah, yeah. And Tom Sizemore. And Anthony Kiedis. And Anthony Kiedis. So the Babbitt and Alvarez have the little zip up with the FBI logo on it. Gary Busey and Keanu Reeves have their, you know, Tommy Bahama outfits for being undercover. Harp has a suit. All the crime scene techs have their own separate outfits. And then there's this guy in a polo shirt and shorts with a badge on. So I just thought that was kind of interesting that all their, there was no like uniform really. And I don't know if that's common for FBI agents to just kind of be in like, whatever maybe or... it was a friday and it was casual friday <laughs> yeah. and yeah. this this raid got done on a day like hey man it's casual friday i'm just gonna wear it whatever I mean, 
it was put together pretty casually. So, you know, one one would assume that. Yeah, it's yeah, definitely they'd... a very casual raid where yeah. Utah is showing up in the clothes he wore the day before and just kind of hanging out with him, seeing what he can do. It was yeah. the raid of shame. Yeah, (laughs) I assume that the guy that's dressed in like the just like an Izod and shorts, he was like supposed to be walking down the street, minding his own business with a dog. You know, like Mm -hmm. he's like the guy walking down the street who's kind of there for coverage. Yeah, because they've got the guys up against the window who blow the whole thing for the raid. Yeah, but it's the but it's the other guys are like the perimeter guys that they don't rush in until they're like swarm, swarm, and they you know they, they come in and kind of create a net. Yeah. So I, I, I'm sure they the, the guys that were dressed like cash, like dad cash, were, uh, were were those kind of people. I, I think they all do have a uniform. I think FBI, from what I've seen of uh, Silence of the Lambs and all these other oh, yeah. other other movies with FBI's and and also another Keanu movie, they all seem to have a, a uniform. It's always that windbreaker over well, yeah, that like awesome. a suit. Yeah, yeah. at least at least a dress shirt. Yeah, and a tie. Yeah, yeah. gotta have a tie. But not if you're Johnny Utah. I don't think he ever wears a tie. He wears I, his billowy shirt. I wore a tie at the beginning of the movie. Yeah, he did wear a tie oh, yeah, at the beginning of the movie. But that was that was the end of it. When yeah. I ate a donut. Yeah. <laughs> Love these things. Love these things. And everything changed. And then Johnny. So we have Anthony Kiedis on the stretcher. There's the guy um, helping him out, but Anthony Keats doesn't want him touching him because his toe hurts. <laughs> I love that. It's just, the, it's just the background. It's, it's all like ADR. It's like, don't touch it! <laughs> don't touch it! <laughs> so we're really setting the scene here. Yeah. Bunker's been shot in the head. He's getting loaded up onto a stretcher. He's fine, though, right? Yeah. He, he's, he's, totally he's just sleeping. Guys, so. I didn't watch the rest of this. Does Bunker make it? Does he make it? <laughs> he's just uh, he's just unconscious. He's got right? plans with oh. his girl. They're gonna do stuff when he gets home. Yeah, yeah. He's gonna oh, settle down. Like, he's gonna settle I, down. And yeah, I was only two days away farm. from thug retirement. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor Bunker. So then it cut. It kind of transitions to. I shouldn't say it cuts because it more just kind of like glides onto Johnny washing his face and looking up. It it pans over. Pans. That's the word I was looking for. Into Johnny washing his face and he looks up into the broken mirror. Which is his soul. Which is so super meaningful. Is it? Is it his soul? Mm -hmm. Do you think he's conflicted at this point because he likes Bodhi as a person? Like, is he actually conflicted? I think. Well, I think. I mean, what's going on? I don't know if it's about Bodhi as much as he. I mean, what Busey says is, uh, as he he looks at him through the mirror, and they they make on eye contact in the broken mirror. Mm-hmm. Um, that it's just paper targets until today, huh? So he's just he's just like been involved in someone's death for the first time. Because he's the one who shot uh, Bunker, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. I think it, 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 he might have been, but I mean, at least he was kind of responsible for this at is like least the mo- a death, if yeah. not multiple. This is like the first, like all-out, like you know, raid where like people have died, and right. there's been a lot of. He was also carnage. there when Papas killed that lawnmower. Yeah, he was involved in that. He, right almost, he almost got his face mangled just a minute ago. Yeah. So he's he's just been through a lot. I think. I, yeah, I don't know if it's he's he's feeling you know. The, the wobbly legs of, of uh, sure. first first death. The job's real. The job's real now. Yeah. And we saw him shooting those those uh cartoon targets at the beginning, and he was fine with that, but when it's real. But as Pappas says, well, we'll get to the next minute. 
Well, he starts to say that he it's no different. Say, it's just more cleaning up. Yeah, okay. he says, it's just paper targets up until today. It, huh. It's the same. Dot, dot, dot. Yeah. So, yeah, I was going to say, like, a tip to uh, to young filmmakers. Always put a mirror in your fight scene and break it. And then use it later as the hero looks into it. Another tip to young filmmakers. Uh, find Gary Busey and put him in your movie. <laughs> yes. That's that too. As the straight guy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, and if he's not there, add Tom Sizemore. Yeah. And if they're both available, get them both. Yeah. Although actually don't. As scene partners. Actually don't hire Tom Sizemore because he's legitimately like a terrible person and a criminal. Yeah. But in the 90s, it was okay. And a woman beater. And yeah, yeah, he's, that's a, what I was he's a garbage about. person. Yeah, he's, he's, a garbage he's a terrible person. Yeah. Gary Busey is, all, as far as we know, is just insane. Yeah, yeah, he's as he's far as just we know, harmlessly. I mean, crazy. someone check his Twitter. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I think he's done some not nice stuff on Celebrity Rehab because yeah, I used to watch that show. But is that real though? Is that like I mean, reals reals or is it like? Of course, it's real. All right, um, calm down. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to, I didn't mean to infer that Celebrity Rehab is not real. Don't take this away from her. <laughs> Doctor Drew is everything. <laughs> I used to freaking love that show, but. No, I mean it's very possible that that celebrity rehab is is, is not real. So, well, what is your rank? Haven't your ranker things told you something <laughs> about Gary Busey? Gary Busey also likes to collect daffodils, and he uh, and he I mean, uh, breeds maple trees. And it's just weird stuff that you find out. He he harvests his own maple syrup. I yeah, believe. I found out this morning that Jeremy Renner has a burgeoning uh, real estate career as a house flipper. Really? Well, he was a makeup artist <laughs> before he was an actor. So, see, look at this. We're just hot takes on Jeremy Renner. I know. This is what Point Break's all about. I don't, exactly. know, if, I don't know if they're hot takes. It's just it's just facts. facts. Just Jeremy just, Renner. They're facts. hot facts. Yeah. Hot, hot, hot facts. Yeah, they're hot facts. Yeah, takes you know the that he uh, facts. he broke both his arms on the set of Tag and had to have his arms CGI'd. Wait, are you serious? Yeah, I'm serious. Hot. Fact. Hot fact. Another Jeremy Renner fact. Now you need a, now you need a sound effect like a whoosh. Yeah. <laughs> comes yeah. in every time there's a hot fact. That's a Renner yeah. fact. Yeah. But wait, Mern, are you actually shitting me? Did he like, or are, are you being serious? John Hamm told me in a, a late told night interview. Told you. He told, told you me personally. <laughs> oh, no. She thinks celebrity rehab is real, and Mirren thinks that when people talk to him in podcasts that they're talking to him. It's just oh. a, it's a one-sided phone conversation. Oh, this is the saddest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> What is happening with you two? I don't know. Uh, uh, it's, it's been a while since we recorded. This is always uh, what happens, though. People. We just it, it goes into nonsense. Into nonsense, yeah. Um, so we had a few well, things we Lester wanted to Lester Holt was talking to me earlier tonight. Lester Holt had a lot of things to say. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he was looking right at me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go yeah, on. Anyway, <laughs> Jeremy Renner is not in this movie. He is in a Mission Impossible movie. But yes, he's in two of them. Oh, he's in two Jeremy of them? Jeremy Renner could be a good, um, if we were doing a reboot of Point Break that wasn't the 2015 reboot, he could be a good Johnny Utah. Uh, John, Jeremy Renner has been thought of for many a remake and has failed at all of them. Another, no, now, this is a hot take. Here's Now, this is a hot fact okay. and a hot take. He was going to take over Mission Impossible, maybe. That's oh, what yeah. Brought yeah, him. yeah, and then they brought him in to like be the replacement Ethan Hunt, yeah. He, he blew it. And then he also did the Born Ultimatum or whatever, the Born Born Legacy, yeah, and blew it. So the guys had a had a hard career of people wanting to reboot things. And he's the least or- popular Avenger. 
Yes, and they've also and they've already t- done a reboot of, of Point Break, and he wasn't in it. So no, <laughs> I mean, it, it might have been improved if he was. I, I mean, it would like be to better. think of who would have been in the remakes. And yeah, if we were remaking Point Break, yeah, mm. yeah. Jeremy Renner, yeah, I mean, he's a little old to play Johnny Utah now. Johnny Utah needs to be like twenty five. I mean, I think I think you have uh, Patrick Stewart as Bodie. Of course, just to try, yeah, hire another Patrick. No, just misdirection. Would you think the aged British man is the surfing, uh, the surfing aged Zen British man is the guy doing these robberies? Well, if War Child has taught us anything, Shakespearean trained actors, you know, are perfect yes. fits they, I for mean, the, surfer. The range like that you have, the range that they have, is just you can't match it. You know, yeah. and I have not seen uh, Sir Patrick's belly in a while, so he could have a tattoo for all I know. He's in, yeah, he probably does. He's in good yeah. shape too. I was thinking you could go another direction. You go, uh, go Patrick Warburton, and you get that voice. I don't yeah. know who that is. Patrick yeah, I'm Putty. Yeah. Yeah, that's it's right. a germ. It's a germ. No, that's a good impression. There you go. I'm glad Thanks. I brought that up. Well, your voice is already almost there, and I have a low voice, so hey, it's pretty easy. Yeah. Just kind of talk like this. Yeah. Love, love yeah. that. You got a question? That's the eight ball. Talk to the um, eight ball. Yeah. Uh, so we were gonna bring up a few other things. Uh, firstly, uh, the line "Speak into the microphone, squid brain." Oh, um, that's got to be the name of this episode. Yeah, because that line is. Uh, the, I mean, how many times have you said that to your friends? All the time. <laughs> Never. <laughs> it really. It really. Took Never off because it doesn't make movie. any sense. Because <laughs> no. it's not a thing. No, it, yeah, it really took off after this movie came out. It People resonated with a lot of young it, viewers. It, it was like it on really the, like Bart Simpson said it in a Simpsons episode, and then it was on yeah. all sorts of shirts and stuff. Yeah. And then they named that uh, character on SpongeBob after him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Squidward Stan. Speak into the microphone, Squidward. That's what he got. Squidward brains. That would be better. Well, they already did that in uh, Avengers uh, Infinity War. They already used Squidward. Oh, did they? Oh. Yes, uh, Tony Stark calls one of the alien characters Squidward. Oh that's yeah, one awesome. of the, that that guy that's in the yeah. One of I'm his not henchmen. an Avengers fan, but I am a diehard SpongeBob fan. So. Yeah, it's a pretty good joke. It's a good it's a good burn. That's yeah. awesome. So speak yeah speaking of the microphone, is he talk like so is he is the microphone like his gun yes. or <laughs> or or it's the lawnmower he just shot. <laughs> I- or is uh, it like is it like more? a is it like his version of reading the Miranda rights? Like you can you may speak in into what the microphone. World <laughs> would that be a version of the Miranda rights? in Gary Busey's world? <laughs> I don't know. I think we're gonna have to get John Hamm's take on this. Marin, go find out what does John Hamm think. Oh, I'll go pull up a, a YouTube video of him and see what since he says. he's talking. Yeah, see what he says to you. <laughs> yeah. You have a dialogue. Yeah. All right, so the second thing was uh, this hair dryer that we were discussing. Yeah, there's a yellow hair dryer of some or some sort of maybe a straightener. Could it be a straightener. No, definitely not. not a straightener. Okay. And they there are girls in the beginning scenes, and yeah, there's a freight train and the other one. I looked up. Oh, that's right. One of their names is one freight of their names. Train. Yeah, freight train is the woman who beats up Keanu Reeves. <laughs> oh, that's not a nice name. Oh, oh, actually, there is a brand called the Super Max blow dryer that looks exactly like the blow dryer in the scene. When I looked up '90s blow dryers, got nothing. But '80s, yeah, because you're thinking, you know, these surfers definitely wouldn't have had the nice stuff. They would have had a blow dryer that was like at least ten years old. Yeah, like, is, so, is your blow dryer from 2018? Like, definitely not. Yeah. But I mean, especially like even as like a hairstylist, though, like they're 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 surfer bums. They would yeah. have like a blow dryer that's like 20 years old. 
And if you look up blow dryers from the 70s and 80s, there's they actually do look kind of similar to that blow dryer. So okay. you're totally right. It is a blow dryer called the Supermax. Yes. Yeah. Nice. Did it. Yeah. By the hottest Gillette. of facts. Yeah. Just the blow dryer. <laughs> That's a blow dryer yes. fact. <laughs> yeah. Coming right at you. You need another sound effect for that one. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Is that a dying dog? <laughs> yes. That's yeah. that's what runs blow dryers. Yeah. It's the, they're all ghost, uh, ghosts of dogs. Yeah. They're yeah. just dead puppies' souls. Oh. But, yeah. Mm, brought down the podcast. Oh. Mm, dead dogs. Yeah. It's not. Yeah. yeah. A dog did not die in this minute. Yeah. So that's that's one thing for it. All right. Uh, recommendations. Yeah. Do you want to kick us off? Yeah. Hold on a second. Let me um, let me make sure I went through all my notes. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. If you have anything I, else, I didn't ask if you had anything else. I didn't do that. That uh, the time. The, the only other thing I have is Catherine Bigelow did a great job uh, with this raid. This entire raid yeah. is now oh, over. For sure. Uh, and I, I will give her crap for some of the action shots of the of the boat uh, boating. <laughs> the uh, surfing, like it's not good. Yeah, I mean, like the st- like first time we see Bodie, I'm like, this is clearly not Bodie. No, it, yeah, <laughs> you can tell it's a different guy. I mean, and if some was, of the other was, shots, they're just Tom not real Cruise, well set up. If Tom Cruise had played Bodie, he would have you would have learned how to surf. Yeah, you would have been. Hey, like, we'd have done it for like eight months before, not like three yeah. week like yeah. refresher course. He would have yeah. been like you would have been like scene? beating Kelly Slater at the World Surfing Contest. And I like, think this scene shows her chops with action. Oh, so yeah. totally. And, and 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 doing a multi camera shot of a room, and, it, and she gets all the coverage. I know where everything is in the room, like when uh, uh, Johnny Utah jumps out the window. I know where that window is, so it's all like it, it all kind of works. Oh yeah, this raid is fantastic, and like um, she she does she does well with raids. Like there's the raid in Zero Dark Thirty, which is <laughs> right. just, like captivating, and it's just like you, you everything is clearly told and set up. And, and, you know, it moves really well. It matches up the tension really well. And, yeah, it's, it's good. Yeah, we should have watched the uh, – we were talking about watching the Raid oh, yeah. Dark 30 in comparison Totally forgot to, to do it. that. But, yeah, we could <laughs> – well, I, mean, oh, well, yeah, I don't know what else we would have said. Like, it's, it's – they're yeah. both were very well done and very yeah. well paced and, and told. It's okay. I watched clearly. Avatar to get ready for this. Oh, so oh we're yeah. sweet. We're all good. Good prep. Good prep. Yep. It was good prep. Yeah. Uh, the only other thing is our last war child note I have is being handcuffed, like we talked about before, does not incapacitate you. You can still run away. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It does compa- incapacitate him. Unless he he, liter- he, he put he pins him in the back and then he puts them on and then he walks away from him. Away. <laughs> the amount of energy that's in war child right now, he can turn over, sit up, and do like a kind of little kicky move and stand up. He would easily be able to stand up. He may even ask the lawnmower man to help him. <laughs> yeah. He, he, he might, get away he right. might do it yeah. because you know Gary Busey shot his lawnmower, so he's uh, he might be on the other side now. <laughs> you bastard! I am now on this side of the war child. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a, definitely how he talks. Yeah, uh, and like yeah, war child's basically like the Tasmanian devil right now. So I feel yeah. like he could just like whirlwind through the fence and get away. That was my last note. Okay, <laughs> all right. That's I, I don't have any more notes either. Jessa, do you have any more notes? No, I'm good. Okay, let's move on to recommendations. Are we Terry Gross now? What's happening? Let's move, let's, uh, let's move on over to recommendations. Hey, that sounds great. Yeah. Get really close. Uh, yeah. Get really, get really my, close to the microphone. I'm really close to the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> my, my recommendation, since my last one was very lowbrow, is going to be a little, a little higher. 
Uh, this week I watched Victoria and Abdul. Oh, nice. oh a always... wonderful little movie uh, about Queen Victoria and her uh, Indian manservant, and it was fascinating. Yeah, awesome. this information is true, at least uh, based on his journals and the photos they found. It, you'll see it, at the end of the movie, it's not really hurting anything. They pretty much dis, uh, took care of uh, getting rid of a lot of this information after Queen Victoria died. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until 2010 that they rediscovered his journals, uh, Abdul's journals, and it had Amazing. photos in it of him like with her, like like just hanging out next to her, mm-hmm. Queen Victoria, while she's like doing her work, doing her governing a billion people. Crazy. And it's a they they were best of friends. And they loved each other in a platonic. I think she liked him in a different way, but he was married. But it was one of these stories where they just were, they just got each other. And I thought the movie is very cute and very sweet. Nice. So that's a recommendation. Oh, I like that. And I totally like- outside my normal wheelhouse, which is like this kind of stuff, watching people fight lawnmowers. People <laughs> fight, fight lawn, lawnmower wars. Uh, I, well, I, sorry, Jonathan, but I'm going to have to one-up you and go even more highbrow. Jesus. <laughs> I'm gonna Jean-Paul Gaultier came out with his own type of movie. And it's like, okay, all right. Calm I'm going to recommend, uh, to change, to do a whiplash change of tones, I'm going to recommend a documentary. Uh, I Am Not Your Negro. I uh, watched this. Oh, and this is a double recommend. This is another uh, thing. Um, I watched this movie on the Canopy streaming service. Uh, Canopy is a streaming service you can get through public libraries. Um, if you, it, not all public libraries, uh, have, have give access to it, but some do. And, uh, if you, you can check through your library and if you do, it's based, it's free. Uh, and there's a lot of good movies on it. There's a lot of, there's a lot of documentaries and it's like, it's more highbrow and like. It's meant to be of, kind of like an, a criterion collection sort of. Yeah. Kind of right? like that. Um, but there's, there's a lot of great movies on there. Uh, this was on there. Um, I watched the documentary Keddy, which is about oh, cats in, uh, uh, Istanbul. And that one was okay, uh, but uh, yeah, go check out Canopy. It's with a K. And see if your see if your public library offers it. It's totally free. You can watch up to ten movies a month. But I watched uh, I Am Not Your Negro. Uh, it came out a few years ago. Um, it's uh, sort of based on the ra- uh, writings of James Baldwin about the uh, African American uh, civil rights movement of the '60s and uh, and beyond. Um, well, his writings aren't really about beyond, but it it sort of takes it to the the relevance of today as well um and it's just a really um it was really hard to watch but it was it was good and i couldn't look away and uh james baldwin is just such like he speaks so well and and writes so well and um it's just it, you you learn a lot from it um uh and uh i feel like to get real for a second like as a white person I I definitely struggle with my my white guilt and my you know how how do I fit into and and be an ally and sort of help with what's going on without and like what do I do how do I, how should I feel um how you know how should I respond and this was sort of like this kind of woke me up in a way that a lot of other things haven't and really made me sort of think about what I what I'm doing um so go do that if you're ready for it and you want to not it's not fun uh but it's uh, it was really well done and really interesting documentary and uh the, if I only had one complaint uh as a filmmaking from a filmmaking standpoint uh Samuel L Jackson reads 
the excerpts of James Baldwin that aren't like recordings of him speaking. And I, the it didn't feel like the right voice to me. It felt like he kind of made it too cool. I don't know. Mostly I like Samuel L. Jackson, but it seemed like not the right fit for this. So anyway, back to goofs. Or well, I don't know what you're recommending. Jessica. It is going to be a goof. It's okay. going to be like super lowbrow. Great. I'm happy about that. I'm rec- we can't be all highbrow. Yeah, I'm recommending the show New Girl. Um, Yay! Yeah, that's yeah. a good one. I honestly was really resistant to watching it and was not expecting to like it because reasons. And you've, uh, you've always been like resistant to sitcoms. Extremely resistant to sitcoms, and especially one that's like trying to be like these are millennials and they're gonna this is gonna how it's gonna be. Yeah, like, it's it's it, amazing. Yeah, it's like, so funny. Okay, I'm glad it's one of the most well written ones. I'm glad. The past ten years, that feels validating. That's that. Okay, I'm glad. Yeah, yeah, it's it's very good. Cool, awesome. Yeah. Don't listen to Mirren and his, you know, his fancy highbrow stuff. You go, you go, girl. Hey, I I go, new girl. Introduced her to new girl. (laughs) He did. Oh, okay. Yeah, he he watches all the sitcoms first, and I'm like, I want to watch it. I'm gonna go watch my shows and watch your prison documentaries. Yeah, I was about to say, as my prison documentaries. Oh, there's a Renner fact. Renner used to ghostwrite on. New girl. Wait, really? No, we're oh, just making stuff up now. Like, now just making stuff up. See, I'm super gullible. That's why things like really, yeah, right. Celebrity rehab are perfect. Um, did, did somebody tell you you were gullible and you just believed them? Mm, mm. Grown. How dare you? Yeah. Mm. How? But anyways, New Girl is actually really funny, and I did laugh out loud like a number of times as we've been watching it. And that's like, like Marin said, I don't watch sitcoms. I, I I usually am very very against them. But it's it's funny. It's smart. Um, it's not totally like there are some definitely like un- unplausible things about their living situation <laughs> and all other stuff. But but there is some realism there. So. I mean, it's a really big apartment, but if like five people shared it, I guess that's that, true. You know, I don't know, that's true. Well, there you have it. Another Point Break minute done and done and locked up. <laughs> just like we have War, just like into War the Child, microphone. Literally. I don't know. <laughs> I never know how to end. I'm so bad at ending podcast episodes. I don't know what to say. I should probably write something at some point, but I usually just let it be awkward. Write one of your raps. I should write one of my raps. <laughs> oh, please tell me their spoken word. <laughs> yeah. He sounds his rapping either sounds like, you know, a dad trying to like rap in the '90s about be cool and respect your mom, or it's like a B fifty two. Thanks for listening to Point Break Minute. You might so freestyle in freestyle here. And, <laughs> it's gonna just not go well at all. Yeah. Like free, people freestyling is like that seems like the most impossible skill to have like how do you do that anyway uh thanks for listening to point break minute and thank you jonathan for coming on again do you want to come thank for you. the next minute and maybe you bet squid brain yeah I'm here awesome maybe we'll meet tom sizemore no oh, i hope so that'll be fun Let's uh elevate so yeah this thing. thanks for tuning in come on come back for the next one and uh th- rate review and subscribe that would be great five stars preferably not less four would be okay but like if you're gonna do one just like don't do it it only does five stars that's that's the only rating you can leave. oh yeah that's that's the only they thing changed it recently mm-hmm. so yeah we'll see you next time on another point break minute bro
sounds. Water sounds. Water sounds. <laughs> Dead dog. Hair dryer. Renner facts. Renner facts. Renner facts. Renner facts. Real estate. Renner facts.